How's everyone doing today? Uh, it's early, but it's it's good. It's starting to uh, starting to get a bit uh, uh, stay dark um, in the mornings. So it's, it's get up and start making my coffee. And I'm thinking I might be having to uh, to turn some lights on when I'm making my coffee in the morning. <laughs> it's starting to get a little dark, but uh, well, um, had a I thought this morning, uh, well, I've been having this thought for a few days and just trying, trying to articulate, um, so it'll probably be short, short this morning. <laughs> um, so the, the phrase that keeps coming into my head is don't be overcome by evil, but, um, or don't even return evil for evil. It's, it, there's a couple different ways, a couple different contexts of that, of, you know, don't, don't over, don't be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Um, don't, uh, return evil for evil, but return evil for good. And, uh, I, I'm one who, who loves word studies, uh, a lot in the, in the original languages. Cause the Greek, the Greek language just seems to have a lot more color than English in a lot of ways. Uh, just words have just some pretty awesome meanings, um, descriptions. Um, but, and, and so uh, as we as we talk about this this morning, um, what, you know, be thinking of some, you know, I'll try to address some of these, but be thinking about ways that, uh, that this is, that, that we can, that we, this is applicable to all of our life. Um, and so, um, so the word evil, we've talked about a little bit in here at, here at Shift Church. Um, so the word evil is anything that, in its end, when you after you do it, after you after you do the action, everything, evil is simply um, whatever end, whosoever end is either destruction or is vanity. And so, uh, the, this just the concept of evil to God is either that which either destroys, tears down His shalom, His creation, His kingdom, His people. Um, peace, um, love, you know, basically anything that is opposite, like as we've been, been talking about, uh, the fruit of the spirit, anything that tears down any of that, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, anything that tears down God's fruit, God's creation, God's shalom, God's flourishing, that which bring God, brings God joy. Anything that tears these things down is evil. Now, how, where have we seen evil before? Of course, right now, all around us. Uh, I mean, and here's the thing, guys. It's not just, you know, uh, I almost said the word you know, or the phrase. So I've been rebelling against the phrase this time or during this time. And like, uh, this has always been the way the world has been it's just more honest now um like for instance like you know there's there's been articles about the rise of the nuns in our culture where basically there's a rise of people who are just not claiming any sort of faith at all anymore they're just claiming you know either atheism or agnosticism um they're just i don't believe it's, so it's the rise of of the ones who on when it says religious affiliation they they check none um, so the rise of the nuns, the rise of people who are 
leaving the church. People are leaving the church in droves. And it's, it's true. There are you know, at least you know, 4 million per year that leave the church, uh, most of which never to return. Um, and so there's an element of that, of that rise of people just church has nothing to offer me. The church doesn't connect with me. The church doesn't give me anything real. Um, like even last night we're having conversations with, with some of our guys and just a lot of them have friends that don't go to church or they are believers. They believe in God, but they don't go to church. They have basically left all sorts, all any kind of, of religious expression. Um, in community. And so there's even a rise of those, like the rise of those who would not claim any sort of religious affiliation, even though they still do believe in God, they believe in Jesus, they believe in the Bible. Um, but it's, but it's this, um, this rise of people. Uh, oh, and, and people ask me like, they're like, Oh, what, what do we, what should I think? What should I believe about, about all these people leaving the church? All these people are just leaving the church. Ah, the church is going to die. And, I was actually, you know what? I'm I'm glad for the rise of the nuns. I'm glad that people are being honest with themselves and with others. So I did ministry for a, for a while. About I was in Texas for about seven years, and the number one thing that I butt butt up against in Texas was that everyone believed that they were a Christian just simply because they were a Texan, uh, a southern, basically an American. Like I'm I'm American, so I'm a Christian. And so it was basically this association with I'm, I claim Christianity and I, I even go to church, but I don't live it. I just, the rest of my life is just like every single other person in the world. And there's nothing different about my life at all. And so the rise of the nuns was actually a, a hope, a hope filled thing for me just simply because it was people being honest and saying, no, I don't really believe. Um, and I, I, just, I went to church because of friendships, you know, youth group, I was a youth pastor. Um, but it's this rise of the, of the nuns in our society, the rise of people being honest about their lack of belief, their lack of maybe not even belief. So the Bible even says, you know, I believe in, you, you say, I believe in God. Well, good job, you guys. Ooh, pat on the back. Yay. Even the demons believe and they shudder. And so it's this, this, this reality of, of our life in Christ is actually is lived. So we're saved by grace through faith. It is not a work of your, of yours, of your own, so that no, no person may boast. Um, but as we've also been talking, another word study in the word faith, um, is that, um, is that um, uh, like the word faith? This the word the Greek word pistis has more of a connotation of faithfulness versus mental assent. So the word for faith, you've been saved by grace through faith. Pistis, pisteo. Uh, this word means has more of a connotation of faithfulness. This devotion, this allegiance. Uh, to Christ, this not works, not I, I'm allegiant to Christ. And because look at my actions, look at my works. It's this, this faithfulness, this devotion, this allegiance, my allegiance, my, I've put my trust. I've put my faithfulness. I am faithful 
to Christ. Um, I am loyal to Christ. My devotion is to Christ and his ways. And yeah, I might you know, do stupid things here and there. Um, but understanding that if you are in Christ, you are, you know, you, you, your faith has been put in Christ, your devotion has been in Christ, you have been forgiven all of your sins, all of your trespasses, all of your evil, evil actions, um, because Christ has washed them clean 2,000 years ago on the cross. And all of them have been covered. You know, yesterday, today, tomorrow, they're all covered. Your sin, your error, your evil is gone. Anything that was wicked, sinful, broken, um, evil about you has been covered and washed with the blood of Christ yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Because remember, when Jesus was dying for them on the cross, when Jesus was dying for all these things on the cross, all of your evil, all of your bad, all of your sin, all of your waywardness, all of your stupid things that you do, uh, that we do, were nailed to the cross. All of them were on Christ, on the cross. All of them died with Christ. Jesus covered all of them. All of your, all of this stuff was future to Christ when he was dying for them on the cross. So you are clean. And so, if you're in Christ, you have put your faith, you've put your devotion, you've put your loyalty, you've put your allegiance in Christ. All of that stuff has been paid for. All that stuff has been forgiven. Um, so, which brings us back to our phrase for this morning. Do not be overcome or do not return evil for evil, but return evil with good. So we talked about what is evil. Evil is anything that ends, its end is either in destruction or vanity. It wouldn't have mattered if we did it or not. But, so now we get to our, our the crux of our, of our time together. What is good? Jesus Christ even says, there's no, no one good except for the Father. But now, in Christ, you have become good. Do you understand this? This, this let me, Let's go into the, I guess I said I love word studies. Here we go. The word good. Here we are. In, in the Greek language is agathos, which means good. Intrinsically good. Good in nature. Good whether it be seen or to be so or not. The widest and most colorless of all words with this meaning. So it's just, it's a general term for good. Another way of saying this in, in the, in the, you know, it's been translated, especially in the fruit of the spirit is virtue, virtue, that which is virtuous, that which is good. I love this, uh, the helps word studies inherently good as to the believer. Agathos describes what originates from God and is empowered by him in their life through faith, through allegiance, through loyalty, through. So that which it describes that which that originates from God as and is empowered by him in their life. And so it is true that there is only one that is that is intrinsically good. And that is Jesus Christ. That is God himself. And guess who's in you? Guess who's inside of you? Guess who is empowering you? Guess who is living his life through you and in you and all, all as a part of you? Christ. 
His Holy Spirit. If you are in Christ, you are a new creation. If you are in Christ, you have been set free. He who knew no sin became sin so that in him you might become the righteousness of God. And he has now taken up residence. He has merged and meshed with your spirit, with your soul. He has seated, you have, you have been seated with Christ in and hidden with Christ in God. Um, and like we talked about on, on, on Wednesday last week, is that Jesus Christ, when he died on the cross and rose from the dead, he ascended and is seated in, at the, on, this, on the throne of all power and all authority. And the very next chapter says that you, that we, have been seated with him. Seated with Christ in heaven, in all power and authority, with Christ. And so that goodness has been meshed and merged with our spirit, with our very, with with our very being. And so you might be saying, Alan, well, I, you know, there's my life is hard. I mean, I, I have a hard job. Yeah, I, I, at the end, you know, at the end of the day, I just want, I just want to, you know, just give up on everyone. Like, look, I, I'm scrolling social media all the time, and I just, there's nothing good in the world. There's no one good in the world. No, not one, <laughs> right? Um, which is a very easy conclusion to get to. And comment sections and discussions and stuff. So what does it look like to not return that which brings destruction or vanity with that which brings destruction or vanity? Don't return evil for evil. Don't be overcome with evil. That's probably the uh, even more difficult uh thing for us to you know today is is getting overwhelmed overcome just burdened and and just our our spirits just being our hearts just being ah man just being you know depressed because of of the evil that's around us the destruction you're watching all these violent violent riots and 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 just things on the media and things in the news and politics and, and everything and this is this is not a new thing because of COVID, y'all, or this or the BLM. Like this has been going on for decades, um, not in, and maybe and not just simply in in racial unrest or anything like that, or you know, or politics, but everything in life has. I think before all of this, there was still evil all around us in the world. You know, it's it's not a new thing, um, and so how do we approach evil, people? and actions that which brings destruction or vanity to our world because good uh, virtue um, describes that which orig originates from god and is empowered by him in their life through faith so how do we express goodness how do we live out that which originates from god because what is God's ultimate goal? What is God's heart? What is God's vision for life and humanity? One word. Peace. Not just peace. Like I said, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, but as I give. What is God's peace that he gives us? The word is shalom. Irene in the Greek. And that this means flourishing. Life as it was in the Garden of Eden. Life as God intended it. God's ultimate. God's highest. Good. God's greatest 
good. The way that God created the world, he created all things. And as soon as he, after he created everything, he saw what he created and he saw that it was good. It was the ultimate. It was the best. It was beautiful. It was perfect. And so Shalom is getting back to that good. Shalom is and flourishing is getting back to the way that God created things to be. That which he describes that which originates from God and is empowered by him in our life through faith, allegiance, connection, union with Christ to bring about his shalom, to bring about his peace. So let this be on the forefront of our minds as we approach the evil around us, as we approach the evil on social media. It doesn't mean that we don't encounter people and, and push back against people. Sometimes the greatest good that we can do is to counter evil face to face. Like Paul, you know, countered Peter. He's like, I confronted him to his face. He was being evil. He was being destructive of the shalom that God you know, wants between Jews and Gentiles. And Paul's like, I approached him to his face. So sometimes doing good means doing the hard things, saying the hard things, having difficult conversations to bring shalom, to bring good, ultimate good, and to overcome, do not, and not being overcome with evil, not being overcome with the worry of, reputation, the, the worry of, am I going to articulate this right? If, the worry if if are these words going to come out right? The worry of how are these people going to approach me? I mean, you know, it helps us to not be a people pleaser by being able to say the hard things, to do the hard things for good, for your good, for our good, for their good, whoever you're talking to. You know, like if someone in your job that's a difficult customer, a difficult person, especially with all this stuff going on, um, overcoming, not being overcome with the evil around us, but overcoming that that destruction or that vanity with good, with virtue, with that which originates from God to bring his shalom, his flourishing, his good and imagine what pray in those moments okay god i'm feeling like i'm being overcome with evil i feel like i'm getting angry i feel like i just want to you know slide my my finger up and slide over to the angry face as a as my reaction to this post but even thinking about that in your in our hearts that's getting ourselves angry if i respond to something with that angry face I just thought it was because I responded this way to a few posts. You know, I, I did the reaction of, of that little angry face, you know, to some posts last night. But I was thinking, I was like, is this overcoming evil with good? Is this overcoming, is this being good? Now there's a righteous anger to it. So maybe, yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe showing our, our, our disfavor with something is actually bringing good, uh, is actually showing that this is evil. Um, showing you know, that this post didn't strike a positive chord with us. They're trying to praise that which is evil. They're trying to praise that which we believe, believe is actually bringing destruction. And so we, we feel like we're, we respond with righteous anger. But let that anger produce good. 
Maybe don't respond with the angry face. Maybe respond with a comment or maybe respond with a, a personal message to that person. Uh, maybe a, a phone call to that person. Maybe you need to only be friends with people on social media that you actually have are friends with in real life. And social media is basically an extension of your relationship in person. So that you can have these personal conversations. That's what I did, uh, I think about a year ago or so. Um, I just on a whim, not really on a whim, but it's been kind of, it had been kind of escalating. I had like over like 20, about 2,500 friends on social media, people that I had accumulated since 2006 on social media. And I was like, you know what? I am going to cone Mari. I'm going to tidy up my friends list. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not like saying, uh, does this person spark joy? If not, okay. But it's, do I have a personal relationship with this person? Is this per someone that if they posted something that I may agree or disagree upon, that a like or a share or a comment would actually mean something to them because we have a personal relationship or I, you know, when I go to visit, you know, Texas or Seattle or something like they're the, they're a person that I would call because we have a personal friendship. I have a text message or phone call relationship with this person. And so I can react, I can interact with them with their social media posts in person. Um, so it's because having that personal relationship, that personal connection helps us to have, to have a voice in each other's lives to help each other, to overcome evil with good. So there's a lot, there's a lot to this subject. And, I, and so I just wanted to touch on it briefly here this morning and give you some encouragement this morning to don't be overcome with evil because you don't have to be, because guess what? Guess who's in us? The creator of the universe is in you, is for you, is with you. And you, and he, because remember goodness, virtue originates with him. And so if you open up your, your heart, if you open up your spirit, uh, in these moments where you're sensing ah, evil, uh, I want to respond with anger. I want to respond with destruction. Ask the Lord, your God, to intercede in your life, to come in and, and to reveal to you the good that he wants to produce in you and through you and in that situation and with that person or just simply with yourself. So, um, hope that, hope that this has been helpful this morning. So, I guess it didn't, didn't really end up being a little bit shorter, but anyway, that's what happens when you get me talking. <laughs> so, all right. Love you guys. We'll see you hopefully tonight. We'll see you tonight at uh, church, uh, church, our, uh, our big circle gathering uh, here at shift church at seven o'clock.